From Burnaby to White Rock to Hope and all points in between, this is Fraser Health bringing you our Better Health, Best in Healthcare podcast with healthy living tips from our experts. Today, we're talking about coping with stressful events with Ross Preeb, Critical Incident Stress Management Consultant for Fraser Health. I'm Shannon Henderson. Today, we're here with Ross Preeb, who is the Critical Incident Stress Management Consultant for Fraser Health. Welcome, Ross. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. So, Ross, why don't you start off by telling us what you do in your role? Okay. My, uh, my role with Fraser Health, as you mentioned, I'm the consultant with Critical Incident Stress Management. So, primarily, my role is responding uh, to staff, uh, physicians, and volunteers after they have experienced a critical incident. And uh, that might be, a, you know, a traumatic event, uh, could be just a significant event, we call it sometimes. Sometimes we just say it's been a downright bad shift or a bad case uh, that staff have had. So I respond throughout Fraser Health, um, working uh, with teams as well as sometimes individuals uh, subsequent to uh, events that they have gone through. Been doing this now for uh, almost the last 10 years. The program's been in place with Fraser Health. And uh, on top of the uh, interventions that I offer staff, I do a number of teaching, seminars and in-services around stress management. And uh, sometimes I just say it's like managing this whole thing we call life. Um, but, but very much directed towards the significant, the traumatic events that take place. So those can be um, anything from cardiac arrest, code blues we call them, uh, whether it's uh, you know, a, a very mature seasoned staff member who's gone through a number of those, or sometimes it might be a staff member's first experience responding to a cardiac arrest. Could be violent, aggressive situations, or just traumatic events that take place, tragedies that sometimes take place, uh, both in and out of work at times. So providing, in those cases, grief work, uh, emotional support for staff. Okay. Excellent. So given your extensive background, um, I wanted to talk to you today about how people can cope when stressful events happen. Um, You know, there's many causes of stress in our lives. Um, There's death, illness, divorce, job changes, crime. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, Most of these situations, I think it's fair to say, are out of our control. Um, So what kind of impact do these types of events have on our health? Yeah, the impact of, of those types of events, again, the traumatic events, the significant events, and sometimes just the high stressors that take place in the day-to-day life, um, they can have, there's a v- variety of uh, kind of symptoms that we could list out as far as how do we uh, experience that and, and how is it actually lived out in our lives. The word you used, out of control, I think is really important that we need to realize that a lot of these stressors are, in a sense, out of our control. We try to lessen them, uh, to mitigate the likelihood of them happening, you know, in healthcare, as well as in our private lives. We, we don't go looking for stressors, I don't think, most of us. So we do try to lessen those, but a lot of times those events are very sudden, they're very unexpected. And I use the analogy a lot of times that those events kind of yank that carpet from underneath our feet. Uh, Relatively, I I believe that most of us are ready to face the day ahead. We're relatively ready to face our different tasks, our different roles and responsibilities we have. But every once in a while, there are certain events that take place that do, um, in a sense, pull out the carpet from underneath our feet. And so the symptoms really, the impact really is that 
our, our, our normal day doesn't feel normal anymore. Uh, sometimes we can feel like we're maybe walking around in a bit of a haze, a bit of a fog after significant traumatic events, tragedies that take place. And, you know, if you've experienced loss in, in, our, in your lives, you know, those are, that's how it kind of feels on those days. Um, as well, I think, you know, we, we just are not on our kind of a, what I call our A game. And so it's important for us to really check our thinking, our decision-making process when we've experienced uh, significant events, traumatic events that, uh, that have taken place. You know, so those are, you know, some of the symptoms, you know, others involve maybe just even our appetite, involve our sleeping patterns. Uh, a lot of those things uh, can come into play as well, uh, just feeling emotionally exhausted. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes even for, say, healthcare staff, it might, it might feel like, are, are they really doing anything of value? You know, because they've been working hard at doing this and, you know, having an outcome that they thought was going to go one way and then all of, all of a sudden it goes a different direction. Okay. So what, um, what would you say um, is the impact that um, these stressors have? Um, you've talked about the impact it has on us when it affects us, but what impact does it have on, on others around us? Yeah. And again, I suppose there's a number of ways to really look at that as how it does impact other people because um, in healthcare, you know, we are uh, healthcare professionals, healthcare practitioners, sometimes in a sense pride themselves on the ability to kind of leave work at work and leave home at home. Uh, I'm under the belief that really no matter how good we think we are at that, that some of what happens at work trickles home with us. And some of what takes place in our home lives, our private lives, trickles to work with us. So I think it's, you know, understanding that, you know, that we can be, uh, you know, maybe hypersensitive, we can be hyper alert, we can be uh, maybe short fused a bit, you know, after significant events take place. Uh, sometimes concentration can be a difficulty. So that can have an effect not only on our own lives, but then how do we respond with our loved ones, uh, and even in a team environment with those we work with. I suppose the other thing that comes to mind when we talk about the impact of others is it can sometimes, the, the affect can sometimes have a contagious effect on, on other people where again that hypersensitivity, that hyper alertness can, can be a part of um, say our loved ones lives who would be overly maybe concerned about you know, our own safety, say, after a violent, aggressive situation. It, it would be very normal and common after we've experienced a violent aggression that we would be hyper alert, checking our shoulder, you know, looking around. But it also could be quite common that our loved ones would be quite concerned about us getting to and from even our work environment. Mm -hmm. And so when stressful events occur that are out of our control, uh, what can we do about them? Yeah, for, for myself and, you know, my own experience, I would say that awareness is one of the real keys here. And, and that awareness breaks down into a number of areas, but the simple fact is being aware that today might feel a lot different than it did yesterday or 48 hours ago um, after a significant event has taken place. A number of staff ask me, is when will normal return? and normal changes. Uh, and sometimes that change is good, likely not right in the midst of the significant event or right in the midst of the trauma, 
Um, but it, you know, it does take place in our lives. So awareness really is key in that, to be aware as an individual, uh, even to be aware as a team, and I guess if we look at, at our private or home lives, to be aware as a family, uh, you know, as a partner, as a husband and wife, uh, you know, that, that today might feel and might be a little bit different uh, than it was yesterday. So that can be a big helper because then we can extend, uh, you know, I use the term sometimes we can extend each other a little more grace in that, that process, process when the traumatic event uh, has taken place. I, you know, self-care, there's a number of things we could list around, you know, what's important for us, when, you know, how do we take care of ourselves when stress is high, uh, you know, even beyond the traumatic events, the tragic events that happen, but we're, you know, our, our society is pretty high stressed. So how do we, you know, what are some of the things around self-care? So we know that nutritionally we should take a look at our lives. We know that exercise is good for us. We know that things like meditation, relaxation, spirituality are all important. We know that having people where there's a mutual respect, trust, you know, care that's going on, somebody we can kind of feel mutually refueled with. Those are, those are all important things uh, in our lives and they can help us uh, some call it a hang on to what we call a relative stability. Like we need, even when a lot of things are changing, when a lot of stressors are going on around us, we need to be able to hang on to something that helps us get refueled. And sometimes I, I use the analogy of, um, you know, a coffee container. We all have these coffee containers or water containers that we carry around with us. And I, I ask people to consider that container as you, you. it's your life. You are the container. And if every day into that container gets poured stress and more stress and more stress, you know, that container eventually is going to keep filling up. And if I had a way to pressurize that container, to add more pressure to it, more pressure, you know, even if that container is stainless steel, it's going to eventually break down, it's going to burst. So that can be the similar thing in our own lives, right? If we keep getting stressors poured in, stressors poured in, and it jams, 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 eventually it can take quite a toll on our emotional wellness, our emotional stability. So the challenge is always, how do we empty that container? What are the things we're doing to help empty the container? And it can be things like exercise, things like taking a look at our our diet, our nutrition. And you know, when I work with, with individuals who have gone through a traumatic event, I don't say you need to change your diet forever and a day here, right? I, I believe in comfort food too. But there is a place where if we are high stress already, and then we keep fueling ourselves with caffeine and stimulants and junk food, you know, that kind of out of whackness, I call it, that chemical imbalance that takes place, it stays out of whack longer and we don't want that. So it might be a challenge just to look at our nutrition. You know, as, as, I, as I mentioned, you know, hit the pause button in our lives. Take a look at what are the things can help empty that container to lessen the stress. And, you know, the other thing around that is I've had people ask me, why should I put energy into emptying that container? Because tomorrow I'm coming back and the same stressors are there. My answer to that really is, you know, what's the alternative? If we don't do anything to empty the container, it will keep on filling up. And so this is one thing that we have a little bit of control over because we can do some things to empty that container. And, and the other point to that, that container and the things we can do to lessen the stress uh, in our own lives is 
We know these things that help refuel and recharge our system. We know them. We can read about them in many journals, many books. We can, we can read about them. You can listen to this podcast, right? And we know what we can do. We know what refuels us. But the question comes back is, am I doing them? Because we need to be challenged. Uh, challenge maybe is a hard word, but we need to look at that once in a while in our lives. What am I doing to actually relieve the stressors that keep getting poured in? Because they are going to keep coming right the stressors are gonna some of them are small but some of them are larger but we need to look at what are the things that help me uh, in a sense lessen that container from filling up lessen my lessen my own emotional um, stressors that are being poured in how do I get them out of my out of my own world mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe that there's a there's a silver lining with every challenge um, <laughs> and um, I'm thinking that there there might be one with stress as well is there is there anything good <laughs> about stress for us right good question <laughs> I think there is um, boy there, there's a, an author Daryl Connor and he's written a book uh, managing at the speed of change and it's not just about managing as in a manager or management but it's really managing life um, because change hits us all the time and change is one of the stressors that uh, unravels our lives and those changes are brought on by systems they are brought on by traumatic events they are brought on by tragedies in our lives change does take place and so he defines two types of people he calls them D for danger oriented people and O for opportunity oriented people and so he kind of asks us to look at ourselves and see do we see and maybe again not in the midst of the tragedy or the trauma the significant event, but maybe down the road, do we see some kind of opportunity in this event that's taken place? Because it has changed our lives. And, 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 you know, I say this to knowing that it's very difficult. It's not easy in any of these situations. But once in a while, again, the pause button we hit, and do we just see all the danger, kind of the pessimistic side of things, or do we see kind of more the optimistic, the opportunity side of things? You know, do we see uh, those challenges filled with a potential opportunity in them, even if we don't fully grasp it right now? So that, you know, that can be one of the things I think that, uh, that stress can bring in our lives. Stress does change us, and, and so it, it can be important that we, we kind of look at it from sometimes a different perspective. And, and this goes back to even, you know, what are some of the ways we can handle stress is, it can be important that sometimes we bring in an outside objective person to help us. Like if we're stuck after a traumatic event, struck out, stuck after a change, and some of that stuckness will go on for a long time, but it might be the time where we actually really confide in somebody else, really kind of be vulnerable and kind of look at some of those snags that have got us stuck and, and how do we kind of navigate and how do we move forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, in terms of uh, resources, uh, where else can people get support um, online if they need help? Yeah, I, I would I would believe that, and I haven't done this for a while, but a search on just stress management, there are a number out there. A couple that I find quite, uh, you know, helpful for myself, and I refer a lot to is a website www here to help bc.ca a number of uh, good articles in there as well as www.davidirvine.org and he has a number of uh, significant events on just managing stress managing life um, 
that kind of we get uh, hit with uh, week in and week out. Okay. Wow, Ross, thank you so much for sharing your good wisdom with us and our listeners today. Much appreciated. Thank you. For more information on coping with stressful events, see www.heretohelpbc.ca. And as always, we welcome your comments at feedback at fraserhealth.ca. Until next time, thanks for joining us for Better Health, Best in Healthcare. care.